spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Matt. So, you know those signs that we always make fun of from ADOT and they're up on the big board and you're on the highway and you're driving and let's say, you know, a couple of weeks ago when Taylor Swift was in town, like uh, the big board said, uh, you know, uh, cut off. Don't get bad blood. Shake it off. Yes. I okay. Those it's stuff horrible, like that. The, horrible signs. The big electronic out. boards. Uh, the one that told me for years how long, uh, for what, a year and a half, how many vaccines were in the state. Right, right, right. And, oh gosh, even me, as pro-vaccine guy as I am, I was like, can you take that down now, please? Yeah. I don't want to see that. Anyway, um, it seems that we had some uh, Arizona lawmakers attempt to limit ADOT's witty Freeway message boards and uh, Governor Katie Hobbs, uh, she vetoed it. Here's the thing. We've said it before. Do we need this stuff? Do we need like these pun, these like, they're kind of punny, you know, with these little like messages and it's the digital board and okay, all right, cut it off. Don't get bad blood, shake it off. All right, with Taylor Swift in there. Do I get a kick out of that? Not really. No. I don't think it's funny. Uh, I don't think it's that witty. Uh, I could probably go without it. I like those big boards when they say, hey, listen, it's going to take you 17 minutes to get from here to there. That's my, you know, like at night now, because they're doing work on the way in on the tent, it'll tell you where it is, when to expect to slow down. It's going down. It's not one of those drive, you know, drive hammered, get nailed or whatever, you know, those kind of signs they put up there. I like those. Hey, 18 minutes till the tent. 18 minutes till the tent, right. You know, things like that. Something useful. Yeah, because the one they put up for Thanksgiving, uh, drinking and driving go together like peas and guac. And I never understood that. What the hell? I don't know that. I don't get it. I don't know. Peas, avocados. It doesn't matter. See, when I see something like that, it makes me want to text. (laughs) it, it makes me want to text Chad and say, "Did you? Hey, I just saw this thing on the. Makes me want to text I just saw this thing on the I seventeen, <laughs> and Chad it said, and I'm texting this. Drinking and driving go together like peas and guac. Hey, do you understand that? And then I'll text Becky Lynn, and I'll take take a screenshot of it, mm-hmm. right, Becky Lynn, yes. and then I'll I'll send it. And you'll to you. send it to me while I'm driving, and then I'll text you back text. and explain it to you. Yeah. You, you explain it to me, yes. and you say, "Are you still driving?" And I said, "Yes." A dot is making me text and drive. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't want that. No, no nobody so wants that. It's, do you see what it's doing? It's luring see, him in. It's luring me in. It is luring me in. Okay, here's the other thing. Do we need the Arizona legislature to to write up a bill and try and, pa- and give it to Hobbs and pass the law? No, but then again, I hate these things. If that's what's going to take, maybe it is, Tom, right? Like, if this is what it's going to take, you well, know. Well, I like them. You what? I do. You're the only person in the world that likes these things. I am not things. the only person in the world, but I do. I like them. I find a little levity in the day, you know? You look up there and, yeah, sure. And somebody in our newsroom just said, I'm with you. So we could probably take a poll, and I think you know people what? would I, like them. Both of you are dead to me, though. You just Shame. like to complain, complain, uh, here's, complain. Here's one. Drive like the person your dog thinks you are. Oh, sweet is that? Here's another one. Uh, Crazy in love with drivers who use turn signals. What? Uh, That was when Beyonce was here in 2018. Oh, my God. It gets worse every day. Yeah. Here's another uh, 2018 uh, reference to Taylor Swift. Unbuckled. Nightmare driving in a daydream. I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't know. Shame. Shame. 
Do you want me to explain it again? They Can all you have explain that Well, one? they all have something to do that with those song. the songs. Okay. So fans would get it and, you know. Remember when Star Wars The Last Jedi came out on December 15, 2017? It's uh, the the science. Did it just said, say that movie sucks. Don't go see it. <laughs> Focus driving is the way of the Jedi. Oh God! Yeah, it's like bad dad jokes without being funny. It's true. It's like a bad dad joke. Um, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, remember when the Diamondbacks? Uh, Apparently, uh, in uh, 2017, they were a, a playoff wild card. I did not remember that. Don't be a wild card. Drive like a champ. All right. All right. That was that was good. That was not bad. This is stupid. But, okay, but what is that telling you to do? Telling me to text it, Becky Lynn and ask what it means. <laughs> it tells me to be a good driver. To pay attention, now, not Did you text. need that to tell you? Yeah. No, but you know what? A gentle reminder never hurt anybody. You remember in 2016, the, uh, the Pokemon pheno- phenomenon mm-hmm. where people were like... In the middle of the night, going and trying to find these like Pokemon things in the middle of nowhere. That's yeah, how remember that that's how they the found spoon. the spoon. That's how they caught the big spoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this one, this highway sign said, uh, "Pokemon Go is a no-go when driving." Stupid. Don't play Pokemon <sighs> Go while you're behind the so wheel. I'm all and don't text somebody and tell them you're playing Pokemon <laughs> Go while you're driving. Uh, if I were Governor Hobbs, I would assign this bill. Yeah, I would too. I would be. I would. I would straight line it right to me, guys. We're doing this. I would fact, you know what? Some I would do an executive order at this time. <laughs> you guys give me the other stuff later. Hey, uh, we always talk about cartels. You know, when they finally come over the border, there's going to be some issues. Hmm. A guy in Texas bragged that he had fifty thousand dollars of the cartel's money. And nobody's seen him since late March. <gasps> Two hours later, he disappeared because a bunch of folks showed up at his house and they took him on a road trip. So the cartel came over the border mm-hmm. and they kidnapped the Texas man yep. who bragged about stealing 50 grand. Yes. where And we don't know where he is. Uh, nope. Nobody, nobody's How seen him How did he since... brag about it? Uh, did he, he... I guess he was talking to his friends. Social media. Social media, probably. Don't do... Uh, my oh, God. my People goodness. But it's... But it, he was gone. I mean, they, they snatched him and nobody has seen him. Heard from him. The FBI says he's still missing. Yep. Two hours it took him, by the way. Two hours. Hours it to, took to them. get him. Yep. Witnesses overheard this guy bragging on a phone call to an unknown woman about stealing money from the cartel while he was at a house party in Laredo. Yep. You know, that's close to the border. Yep. 12.45 a.m., a group of two or three masked men arrived at the oh. location in a blue pickup truck, oh. assaulted Ramirez before forcing him into the car, oh. and then, boom, they crossed over into Mexico about an hour later. The video footage showing a man with a bloodied face trying to exit the passenger door of the vehicle Gosh. while it was still in motion. It's like stealing money from Tony Soprano. You don't And do thinking it. you're going to get away with it. Yeah. They'll smash your face in. Well, they did. Uh, but these but cartels have been coming over the border forever, right? Yes. Yeah, well, but you yeah, don't expect them to, like, you know, no. hey, knock on the door when you're in the neighborhood. Yeah, the cartels come across the border, uh, you know, but usually, and, and look, here's the thing. If you're stealing money from the cartel, oh, there's probably goodness. a chance you're a cartel member or somebody on this side. It's not like you just found 50 grand on the ground, you know. This, yeah, that's, you're you're that's probably a person who is familiar with said setup. If you steal money from the cartel, you got to go underground, man. I mean, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. And don't be telling anybody you stole 50 grand. Or or don't party right next to the border. Yeah. 
you know, maybe move into middle America a little bit. <laughs> make it hard, yeah, right? So, so. I mean, make it hard for them to get you. Cartel de... Uh, this is basically Cartel de Noresta, which is the offshoot of Los Cetas, is the one they consider to be uh, the ones who took them. And they're the most powerful oh, no. of the organization. But it doesn't say how he stole the money. No. Because they, do you think they paid him to do a job? He didn't do the job, and then he just walked off with the fifty k. No, I bet he was trying to move money with somebody potentially, and and or he ended up taking that money, and uh, uh, there was fifteen million dollars cash. Nobody's going to m- miss fifty thousand. We're never finding, and this they guy. probably never would have had he not opened his mouth. People are stupid. <laughs> Hey, if you're thinking about ditching the glasses, I did. Do it, my man, uh, Dr. Joseph King, King LASIK now. Get both eyes done for $3,500 with $2,000 savings. 0% financing for 24 months. OAC. LASIK with Dr. King is only $146 a month. Go to kinglasik.com slash Arizona for complete details. All right, Becky Lynn's coming up in 60 seconds when we continue. Uh, What is your level of interest in the Trump arrest? Scale 1 to 10. Uh, We're going to ask that question next. The Gatos to Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, at KCAR.com, all you got to do is check out the Gatos Q. It's on the right side of the page. Uh, This is about the former president. Donald Trump uh, pled not guilty. He pleaded not guilty to 34 uh, counts of falsified business uh, records. And I ask, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your level of interest in this story? 10? It's huge, right? Uh, somewhere huge. between it's nine, huge. It's <laughs> huge. somewhere between nine and seven, uh, between six and four, three and under. Uh, the number one answer right now is forty nine percent say three and under. That's where I am. That's where I am. I, I must say it again. I don't care about Donald Trump. I don't like Donald Trump. I wasn't a guy you know, who was, he doesn't care about you. He, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Uh, I, I was not a guy in 2015 or 16 who was a never Trumper. I gave the guy <laughs> a chance because he won the election. And you know what? He deserved to win in 2016. Yeah, he did. Okay. He had a lightning in a bottle. He was talking to blue collar Americans about what their lives were about. And they said, you know what? How, that billionaire gets me. Yeah. And Hillary was bringing up like, you know, all these celebrities on stage and they're like, nobody wants you. No, she, she thought she, 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 she deserved it. it she did. It, yeah, exactly. So again, America gave him a shot and he did some decent things and he did some really horrible things. But after January 6th, after saying the election was rigged, I'm done with this guy. He's bad for the Republican party. He's terrible for America. And I don't care if you disagree with me. I don't give it, I'm, you know, not you necessarily, Chad. I don't care. No. I'm just done with the guy. And I'd like to see the Republican Party I think get back done to what the they chaos. used to be. Right? Yeah. You know, like the Republican wants the party, wants somebody who fights like Donald Trump without the chaos around Donald Trump. Right. And the media wants Donald Trump. They want the chaos. Yeah, they do. They do. Look, if this was an actual trial with... I think it'd be a different thing. It's over now. There's nothing else to see. We got nothing going on now until potentially Good. December, if if anything, if they were going to, you know. So uh, I, I thought I, think- the, I, I saw a little of the cover. I thought the coverage was asinine. I thought the overhead views of him driving in his black car, you know, to the courthouse or wherever. That's OJ like, and that was just it, it was it was Al Cowling's leading the way. Ridiculous! You see that his son tweeted a picture of them taking a picture, people filming them driving. 
And he tweeted it out yeah, or whatever. Course, I know. Tweet Trump, whatever. See, I don't watch Truth. this as a soap opera. I yeah. know that some of you love this stuff. You love Trump or you hate Trump, so you love the soap opera. I don't watch this like a sporting event. No, God. No. I don't like this stuff. But people do. Yeah, absolutely. People, well, look, the historic nature of this is is one thing. But I'm right. kind of sick of everything being a one-off historic nature. It seems to happen all the time anymore. Well, again, I told you I was in Atlanta. I saw my brother and, you know, the, the, the girls. My brother watches this like a sporting event. He's a, he's a total liberal. I mean, he's far, far left. And he loved it. He was he perp walk. He was doing all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, dude, just change the channel. You know, I don't want to watch it. to go. Trump could have done. But he a wanted Zoom to call. go. That's exactly it. You can't. You know. He so you're to giving go. him what he wants. That's exactly. By it. watching this, by getting involved with, I've watched very little of this yesterday, and you know what? I feel pretty good about that. You're lucky. Lucky. All right, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, steep water rate hike. Yeah, you know, we got issues because we're still battling the drought. I thought the so, drought was way better. Oh, well, it is way better. I thought but we're when like they 90%. start putting this stuff in place, uh-huh. it's months and months out. It's not like, hey, today we're going to do this. Uh, and they're looking at raising it 6.5% uh, starting in October, another 6.5% next March, and 13% oh. in 2025. Oh. Uh, the Water Department has seen a 12% uptick in electricity costs, 136% spike in the cost of their chemicals. Uh, uh, the drought conditions have increased raw prices of water by 35%. Here's the interesting thing. Uh, the average monthly resident will see a jump of 208 in October, a buck 58 next March, and 336 in March 2025. But we're still very low compared to a lot of the other West. I want to know what you do in the money. Is it just covering this? Yeah. Or are you trying to figure out ways that you're going to go about uh, making sure that we have saline plants and, and just in case uh, the next drought comes? So by this time next year... Your bill will have gone up seven or ten bucks. Twenty percent. So it'll have gone up two bucks uh, and another buck fifty-eight. So so two, three, yeah. four, five, six, yeah. seven and, bucks. Yeah. So and that's by March two thousand twenty-five. Yeah, but see, you know what's going? Uh, your cable bill's going up. Yes. Your APS bill is going up. Your gas bill. We talked about this. Five dollars a gallon right now in Scottsdale. Inflation. It's gotten a little bit better, but not much. So. Everything is more expensive, and this just adds to the list. Here's the thing, though. Under the proposal, residents will see an extra charge if they use more than 3,700 gallons per month uh, from October through May or 6,000 per month from June through September. So it's like a surge pricing in certain times. If you use it below that, you won't probably see some of this. Yeah, and you know what? They can never prove it either. They, they could just probably some way they're they going to just there, stick you know. it on at the end. You're going to prove it. Yeah. So don't you look at your water bill and say, yeah, that's not right. Um, yeah. But like, how would you like, you know, it's like because it's because uh, it's 50 dollars more than the last month. Yeah. And you're exactly. like, you're like, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't use the water. And just I'm pretty do what the, 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 the cell phone companies do. Put one of those wacky charges on there that like, what is a <laughs> battery retax four, eight, nine, six, three, niner. Gosh, that's 83 cents now. Because of the drought, which, by the way, I thought we pretty much solved. I thought we're up nine, nine we're ninety yeah. percent full again. Yeah, we are, we're in a lot yeah. of different places, right? We're over in some areas. We have too much water. Too much water. <laughs> it's being wasted. Coming up next, Becky Lynn's got the news at three thirty, like she does every day. We are going to interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Brought to you by Becky Lynn. We call it holding up the headlines. Next, Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means? It's time for us to hold up the headlines. With the headlines, here's Becky Lynn. Well, the Arizona Coyotes are suing the city of Phoenix for $2.3 billion for allegedly interfering with the team's proposed entertainment district in Tempe. Now, this comes after a recent lawsuit from Sky Harbor Airport trying to block the entertainment district from adding apartments, which would, of course, be in the airport's flight path. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Sounds to me like Phoenix does not want Tempe to become the place to be. Yeah. When you think, this is me, when you think of Tempe, I think of, obviously, Mill Ave. I'm too old to go there. Uh, You know, ASU football, that's, you know, another reason that could bring you there. But when I think of what the Coyotes are trying to do in Tempe, that's for me. Yeah. I'm 49 years old. That sounds like fun to me. And I think what Phoenix is doing is they're trying to, to step on Tempe and maybe the Coyotes and say, we're going to lose people. I think there's plenty of people to go around. Phoenix. Absolutely. I really do. So, you know, I want to see this thing get built in Tempe. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. That thing sits there empty. That land is nasty. Some of it is just, again, it's just they, they, they have, I mean, it's not being used by anything. I've had Javi on the show. I've done a podcast with him. Uh, they've explained it up and down. And, and there's no doubt Phoenix is upset because mm. people are going to be like, we could have a concert in Phoenix. we got this new arena over here. Right. That's the other big thing. Hey, we're old up deadlines. Well, something new coming from the governor's office today. Governor Katie Hobbs has banned TikTok on all state devices. It's another executive order that she has signed, and it gives state agencies and employees 30 days to remove the app. So you have 30 days to use your TikTok on your app uh, and 30 more days for China to spy on every keystroke you use. Uh, How about this? If it's a Chinese app, ban it. That should be it. Yeah, I'm not for banning it. And listen, if you're a parent out there and you don't want your kid on TikTok, then don't let your kid on TikTok because guess whose phone that is? It's not their phone. That's your phone. I'm so, talking about like for the I, feds it, or yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah, if, and I mean, you know, Governor Hobbs banning this doesn't change my life. I really don't no, care. No. I really don't care if she, if she wants it. Great. If she doesn't want it. Great. I take it more of should parents allow their kids to be on TikTok, because by the way, this, this app is awesome. <laughs> you can watch it for eight hours, and it goes. It, go, it feels like forty it's minutes. Like, well, you know, not, you can also look at it that way too. Hey, I don't want my I don't well, want all my true. employees watching stuff for seven hours a day when they should be working. Well, why not? Like, ban- oh, that's right. You well, went for the state. Then ban so. face, Facebook too. Why aren't they banning Facebook yeah, and Twitter? People, because TikTok has blown so far past those things. Facebook, <laughs> that's for boomers. No boomers. All right, uh, we're holding up the headlines. We do it every day. Three thirty. Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Arizona U.S. Senator Mark Kelly toured the construction site of Intel's $20 billion expansion today. The site will be home to two new semiconductor manufacturing facilities in Chandler. Kelly explains the project will help both the local economy and Arizona families. This is going to be one of the premier facilities in the world. Certainly here in the state of Arizona, bringing thousands of good-paying jobs that you can actually raise a family on that do not require a four-year degree. Each facility will have about three thousand employees and are expected to become operational next year that's awesome yeah oh my god he's just beige what is and wrong with you man he's boring oh. never once brought up aliens i noticed that he never ever talks about that he's seen them this is good this is a good thing i mean we need more of these things a lot more of these things and the opportunity to bring business here is huge and remember 
if you want to grow your state, you better have a good education system and you better have opportunities when it comes. I love that Hobbs has not gone and said, all right, we're going to start taxing everything and throwing businesses out of here. I think that's a really good thing. Do you have any more audio from uh, Mark Kelly so we can take a quick one? Uh, not quick at nap? the moment. Okay, no. maybe later. Matt Knapp can come later. We're, we're holding up the headlines. With the spotlight on homelessness in the Valley, one city council member says it's up to every district to find solutions. KTAR's Kate Orta is live in the news center with the story. It's not a district-specific issue. It's an issue that you're seeing throughout the city. That's Keisha Hodge Washington, the newly elected city council member for District 8. She tells the Mike Broomhead Show, even in districts where homelessness is less prominent, every district is responsible for addressing the problem. So we definitely need to start focusing on a more regional approach to these issues, ensuring that all parts of the city and and all parts of the valley share the responsibility. Her district is directly north of the zone, a a large homelessness encampment in downtown Phoenix. Kate Orta, KTAR News. You know, I think it's almost hilarious. The reason everybody has gone crazy is because one article from the New York Times, they blew this thing out of the water. And I don't, you know, New York Times, okay, fine. Everybody's up fake news. All right, fine. They did a good job on this. They put a spotlight on it. Everybody is talking about that one article that came out. The New York Times, the New York Times, the New York Times issue. Yeah. Yeah. And and now everybody's like, oh, yeah, maybe we should do our job now. It's only been there for years. It's only grown like block after block after block. And now I'm a council person or I'm on the legislature. And now we should do something. Yeah. If, they, if these some of these businesses have been ruined. And it's, by the way, it's growing. I got off the freeway today, and down here we have, uh, like, a Walgreens or CVS, several tents in front. I'm starting to see homeless people where I never saw homeless people before. Yeah. We're holding up the headlines. Scottsdale is part of a new multi-year project that will bring together community organizations to help residents live longer, healthier lives. KTAR's Luke Forstner joins us live with more on the story. Well, Becky, the Blue Zones project is based on research into communities with the most residents over age 100. We can learn from those existing communities that have greater quality of life and well-being and adapt those to our local environments. Michelle Pabas with Honor Health says that means looking at ways Scottsdale can address physical and mental health from improving walking paths to tackling loneliness and isolation. 90% of our life is spent within a 20 mile radius. So if we can do simple permanent and semi-permanent changes to make the healthy choice the easy choice, that's what we want to do. Live from the News Center, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. What's it called? The Blue Zone? Is that because they have blue, blue hair? Blue Zone. Oh, Is that right? Is that, that awful? Very nice. Was that wrong? That's it for holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Becky Lynn reads the news. Uh, we interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Brought to you by CarolHasTheBuyers.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Up next, you want to see a miracle? Go to Chase Field tomorrow. We'll explain next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Baseball's back. Did you know that? Yeah, we got uh, opening day. Our opening day was last week, but home opener for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And if you want to see a miracle, go to the game. I'm not overstating that, am I? No, I think that's that's absolutely true. If you want to see an absolute miracle with your own eyes, I would go see the Diamondbacks play. And it, it's not a player that they have on the field. Uh, it's a former uh, police officer who got shot in the head how many times and was left for dead and is actually going to throw the first pitch out. Phoenix police officer Tyler, Tyler Moldovan. Remember we talked about him? Right He's, before Christmas, was it? 2021. 2021. He got shot eight times in 2021. And the one thing I remember about that case is the bad guy 
stood over him and emptied a clip into him yeah. while he was down. While he was down. While he was down. And when we covered the story on the air, I was getting text messages from Phoenix cops. And you were too, and they were saying, guys, uh, they, their whole family has set up uh, like a 24-hour-a-day prayer circle. Yep. And he was in such bad shape. I remember they said he wasn't even going to survive the night, and then he did. Was and not going to survive. About, like, okay, you survived the night. Do you want to survive? That was the other that question. That was the other question. It's like, do you want to survive based on the fact that you've been shot in the head? Right. All of this stuff. And then lo and behold, he's still here, and he's doing better, and he's going to throw out the first pitch. So... I saw an interview with him, and, you know, his speech is definitely affected. He, I believe he is in a wheelchair, but it seems that he's all there. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Like, you want to know, um, it, because remember when Gabby Giffords got shot? When Gabby Giffords got shot, and now you see her speak, is she all there? And I don't mean to say that in a rude way, but she, she is, but she can't. Um, something she can't process she, fast. She, right. Something, she probably has memory issues. Her sure. speech yeah. is very slow. Uh, Tyler Moldovan was, was speaking way better than I thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I, I, I question, do you want that? If it, you know, and because the, the fact is being shot as many times as he was where he was shot, you were thinking, even if he survives, what's life going to be for him? And then lo and behold, I think he's got a shot. He's got a very good shot. He's I got think. a pretty good shot. It, I, I don't know how normal you want to say his life is going to be. It's going to be a struggle. But, you know, he he is going through physical therapy, speech therapy. But he, like you said it too, do you want to survive? I think if he were told this is what you would look like, this is how you would speak, this is how you would get along on April 5th of 2023, I think he'd take it. Yeah, with still improvements to come. Oh, no doubt. And that's just it. It's a process. Who knows where he's going to be six months months from now, a year from now. But like you said... If if the given the opportunity from that night to where he is now, absolutely right. take it. So it was December fourteenth, twenty twenty one, and you and I were sitting here, and we said, from from what everybody is, is reporting, from he's not gonna he's he's not gonna make it to Christmas. Yeah, not only did he make it to Christmas in twenty twenty two, I mean in twenty twenty one, he made it to Christmas in twenty twenty two and beyond, <laughs> and he's gonna make it to Christmas in twenty twenty three and beyond. It is an absolute miracle. 100%. It really is. And this family is all about faith, is all about praying, and they say God healed him. And I believe it. I believe it. I mean, he was left for dead. There's no way he should be alive. No. And all they did 24-7 was pray and pray and pray and stay out. You know, they were outside of his room and they prayed. And they were outside of his room the next day, and they continued to pray. And the entire family, and a lot of you in the valley, you were praying for this man. And remember when they brought him back from the hospital? Yeah, they had they, like that the, the parade. I went like to the, it. Yeah, that's right. People right? outside honking. The line. It, was it was unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah, it was. They were the streets were lined. It's one of those things where you can say the power of prayer, the positive thought, everything going there that had you know that had an effect. Absolutely, it did. So he's going to throw out the first pitch Thursday at Chase Field. The home opener for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Good for the Diamondbacks for this is this is a story we have to celebrate. Yes. This is an incredible story of survival. You want to talk about a tough guy? 
This might be the toughest guy in the entire state to survive what he did, being shot multiple times. And that ovation he's going to get, uh, it's got to give you massive. It's got to give you chills. Should be a good crowd there, right? It's opening day. You hope there's yeah. going to be a good crowd. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Come on, Tyler. Don't don't bounce. You've got to make it there. Well, I don't know how, how good he's going to be. Because I think, he, you know, when you look at it, it looked to me like one arm was much stronger than the yeah, other. Probably like somebody who had a stroke. Right. That's exactly. Probably the way it affected his brain. Exactly. I don't care if he rolls it. No. For no. him to it show. It's a win. It's a win. Good for him. It's stinking, uh, Arizona. There is a smell. It's a smell. It's a, it's, do, it, you, do you smell it? I do every day when I drive in and when I drive home. Becky, you smell it as well. Very skunky, if you know what I mean. This oh, is yeah. the pot, right? Marijuana. Yep. But okay. drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. I smell it on the I-17 around Northern. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Yeah. That it's starting to crop up in other places. So I'm thinking, are people just getting high and it's like in and it's in my car? It's like, and I'm like, it's, I don't know. It's wafting. So, it does give me a headache. It, it does. It kind of does. When I get around, I always think, am I going to smell it tonight? And I I, I can kind of feel it. Yeah. yeah. So so they're, they're, they're going to inspect two marijuana facilities. So one is near I-10 and 24th Street. That, man, I tell you, every day when I drive, I'm like, whoa! Is it that is it, it that is bad? That bad. Oh, yes. It really? Is and this bad. is your windows rolled up. Yeah. I get amazed yes. because the airport's right there. You don't smell jet fuel. No, you don't. And a <laughs> lot of times you, you do. You get by an airport, you smell. Nope, man. You're like, oh, somebody yeah. killed a skunk. And yes. that skunk was nade. Want to get out? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it smells like skunk weed, said yes, one person. It does. Yeah, yeah, that's not appetizing. No, it's not. No. So if you're, if you are a marijuana <laughs> facility, Okay. Imagine the people that live in that neighborhood. Imagine that's the stench well, luckily, you're getting. There's not really anybody who lives there. This is all uh, commercial. Yeah, it's kind of south of of the I ten. It's kind of a warehousey district. Yeah, down so in it's there. very much commercial. But still, the you think about it, you're driving on the freeway next to an airport, one of the major airports in the country, and you smell bud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it just reeks. Yes. And I think, Becky, when you hit the nail on the head, it's not that your windows are open. No. It comes right through. Right on in. It, yeah. it, is, a, it is a pungent odor, if you will. Yes. Pungent. You know? Um, so I, I don't know how you solve that. You know, maybe they could get some of those plug-in things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> makes the house smell like oatmeal you cookies. Know how, like, blade or whatever. Got, like, uh, <laughs> like, you can block the sound. They're going to have to get a block the smell. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So if you want to smell uh, weed, go to I-10 and uh, 24th Street. There's a marijuana business near Man, drugs are bad. Okay. okay. Uh, coming up. Hey, drive like the person your dog thinks uh, you are. We'll explain that coming up next. Gato's Chat Show.